Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Ritz B. We're girls, and we nerd out. Uh, thank you for joining us today. You may have found us via thenerdout.com, which is our website. And if that's not where you found us, you can go there for all kinds of photos and show notes. You can also Twitter with us at the Nerd Out. And we're on Facebook, and you can email us at thenerdout at gmail.com anytime you want. We're here. Um, so thanks for thanks for uh, sticking around. I know that we had a little bit of an absence, but, you know, life calls. We're busy. We're busy chicks, man. We're busy chicks. <laughs> um, so we might go a little bit longer today. We're just going to see how it goes. See how it feels. Yeah. Um, so... Ritzy, do you want to start out with the super cool thing that you were just telling me that you did? Yes. One of the, we were supposed to record last week, but then I got this last minute job. The, um, the short, long version of the story is uh, I got to work with Lars Perkins, who started Picasa, that photo site. I never used it. I have one friend, I think, that I know that ever used it. Um, <laughs> it got bought by Google. And then, yeah, he, they took him on. He was, like, you know, on there for, like, two years or something. And um, I found out after the fact, or towards the end of the time working with him, that he is also uh, a chair. He's the chair for the NASA Education and, and Public Outreach. Um, he's pretty awesome. But I had no idea who he was or what I was getting into. It was like, are you ready for a 36-hour sprint? Meet at this crazy house in Malibu. So, anyways... I'm there to be a, a graphic designer to help him with the presentation. Um, turns out I'm there. He's like, you're getting paid. He's like, don't worry. He's like, you're getting, you're earning your keep just by breathing and contributing. So I got to see, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. I got him a great breather. And uh, basically it was me, him, an amazing woman that I met who's the vice president of communications for Idea Lab based out here in Pasadena, um, Teresa Breadwell. And then he had another uh, female, Carrie, I forget her last name. Um, it was us, a team, and he got invited to do this um, talk at the Florida Institute of Human and Machine Cognition. Hello, nerds! Oh my God, that's so nerdy. It hurts. I love it. <laughs> so it hurts amazing, so good. right? So good. So he's like, yeah, I just got this, you know invited to do this lecture i'm getting paid so we got to knock this out it's monday right he's like i gotta fly out wednesday morning do the talk on thursday let's do this so he just started to think of all these things he's going to talk about so basically i was there we were all there to help him hash it out brainstorm and i didn't get designing until maybe towards the end of the day um, like late night and stuff so and we spent a lot of time together it was just pretty awesome to see you know, someone brilliant uh, hash out and see their process. He's like, you know, I don't know how writers do it. He's like, you know, they're in a room by themselves trying to do it. He's like, I would go crazy. He's like, I need people around me to talk and contribute and, and stuff like that. So that's what I was doing from Monday till Thursday, 3 p.m., little to no sleep. The last, you know, from Wednesday to Thursday until they picked him up to go to the lecture, do his lecture. You know, we worked on this till like, the, he's like, okay, are you ready? Ready? I was like, okay, I'm sending it. And he's like, okay, I'm leaving. And, and, the, and his theories were amazing. And 
you know, hopefully he's going to get a lot more presentations, uh, you know, talk offers. We're hoping like a TED Talk or something. And it was really just an honor to work with them. Really huge thanks to Scout One for referring me. It was, it, he's, you know, Lars, I didn't know him. He was like, trust your network. He's like, I guarantee it'll be fun. And it was a crazy ride. I got to see a bunch of things, touch some things. He, I got to touch the like first MP3 player ever. It was big. It was kind of like a like a Game Boy or something. I was going to say, is it like a shoebox? <laughs> yeah. And I got to hear these amazing stories. I mean, like he, you know, he's done so many different things. And, you know, the stories that he was going to implement into the talk and just stories that he told for my sake because, you know, he's like, oh, you probably don't remember this. And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, I'll tell you and you break it down. And he's just amazing storyteller. And one of the cool things I was telling Lisa about is that, I don't, it didn't mean anything to me, but when he told me in context, I was like, oh, that's right. I got to see like the first um, Altair basic computer manual. If you, you know, you techie uh, computer nerds will know what that means. And it was like the actual thing. And I have, and he showed me a picture that's in the presentation of him as a kid, a ginger, uh, making, like creating, putting it all together. And in the manual, it says, for any immediate problems with MITS, beginnings of Microsoft kids, I said, our encounter, feel, please feel free to give us a call number. And then the software department is at extension three and the joint authors of the Altair Basic Interpreter, Bill Gates, Paul Allen, and Monty Davinoff will be glad to assist you. How That's crazy is that? Awesome. <laughs> it's so crazy. Can you imagine, um, like, calling up for a service call? And you're all, and I can totally imagine someone like me, and they're all, although computers were probably so exotic then that you wouldn't have people like me, but, but I'm all, who's this douchebag Bill on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> How rad is that? Yeah, um, that's great. So anyways, the, the talk is called, Honey, Will You Help Me Turn On The TV? Mm-hmm. Why Today's Products Make Us Feel Stupid. And it's about usability and it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm hoping, I think he said in the next week or so, the, the lecture will be on YouTube. And then uh, you can see the fruits of his amazing shit with, you know, a little bit of my help on the presentation side. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to uh, discuss this once it's live and post it because I'm dying to see it. And, and the thing, I'm dying to see it too, even though like I've heard it a couple of times throughout, you know, while I was practicing and stuff. But he mentioned, and let's hope that he did this, kids. Um, he mentioned that he was going to wear a suit and then be like, oh, it's kind of hot in here. And then take off his jacket and then he, you know, have his button shirt. And he'll be like, oh, it's still kind of hot in here. And take off his shirt and have a T-shirt that says something like, no, I will not fix your computer or something like that. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. He's a pretty funny dude. And, I, you know, his, his, his network of people, his wife and his kids and his, you know, good friend. I mean, it was pretty awesome and just to end it i just really wanted to say that I, it was amazing to see someone of that caliber have a team that he trusts to help him with something so important and it was mostly all women oh that is super cool yeah yeah well you know i did have my one of my first bosses scott holler um <laughs> he always said that he would only hire women because um, they took their jobs more seriously and he could work them into the ground better. <laughs> He's like, can't do that with guys. Men, women really take their work to heart, and so this benefits me as a business owner. 
We do. And he really, he really only was like, I don't want to hire dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you know, we got our good, we got our good points in the workplace. We're going to take it home with us. Yeah. Well, that's really great. Awesome. I hope that that leads to more good times working with him. Yeah, I hope so too. And, and at minimum, he said we could get at least a private tour of the NASA Jet Propulsion Lab. Shut the front door. <laughs> so that would be payment enough. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my God. That is so amazing. <laughs> oh, yay. Yay. <laughs> cool. Um, have you been up to anything else interesting? Uh, just, you know, painting and other things. Painting, any, any particular project you'd like to share with the class? Um, or is it top secret? It's a little top secret. A little top secret right now. All right. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, you know, I've been super busy, but um, I'd be lying if I said that part of me being busy wasn't me um, ingesting media in <laughs> its various forms. Because I'm, you know, I do that like it's my job. Uh, and I can start with a movie that I saw that I absolutely loved and I want everybody and their mother to go out and see. Although a couple of people have been major naysayers and to them I say, nay, nay, nay. (laughs) That movie is Drive. Ooh, Ryan Gosling. I have seriously never seen a movie that Ryan Gosling has been in before. What? Yep. He must be on crack right now. I've seen him in person. He well, you never seen, you never seen him in any of the movies. Like, no movies. Nope. Never seen him in a movie. Lars in, in The Real Girl. Nothing like that. No indie films with him in it. Nope. That's crazy um, time. I mean, first, on one hand, keep in mind that I like movies where things explode. Yeah. So, generally, indie movies, um, they're a little bit more like medicine for me. Like, I see them, just not in the same volume as superhero <laughs> movies. I see, I see. Um, but I thought that, like, I was just totally blown away by him. I don't, I've never thought that he was, like, you know, an especially hunka hunka kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't, really, after seeing this movie. But there was something so intense about him. And, like, his eyes acted more and better than, like, 90% of people that I see in other movies. <laughs> like, just with his eyes alone, I was all, I am with you right now, Ryan. <laughs> Um, in the movie itself, there's a couple of so badass car chase scenes and, um, a couple of moments of insane ultraviolence and it was just really good. Great soundtrack. Um, it felt very like sort of Western noir. The thing that, the only thing that bugged the crap out of me, and apparently I'm like the only person that's bothered by this is the font and color scheme that they used for, like, the title and the graphics. So annoying. Like, and my friend was like, oh, it's supposed to be, like, Miami Vice. I'm all, it's not like Miami Vice. It's lame. <laughs> oh, God, it still bothers me to this day. But, you know, whatever. These things, these things aside, I really, really, really loved it, and I want to see it again. So if hey. you want to go see it. Let's let's do it. And um, I knew we we're talking about going to the movies. I got money up in my pockets again, and I forgot that I also have a free art like ticket that I have to use for like it's November or something. It's on like Donkey Kong. Let's do it. Drive. If yeah. it's if, I mean if it's good because it's a good movie and bonus there's amazing eye candy where he'll zing me with his eyes and maybe yeah. make me do you know a couple of physical things in my pants, I'm, yeah. I'm down. 
So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, you're under, you're, you're, it's a panty dropper. <laughs> a panty creamer. <laughs> awesome. Um, I've also been watching a lot of TV, but recently there were the Emmys. Did you watch those? Uh, I didn't watch them. We still sans TV. So whatever I watch has to be like the next day or something, uh, right. pretty much. But Twitter, you know what I'm saying? You can basically watch any show on Twitter. I'm yeah, totally. watching the updates and shit. But uh, Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon, who I can still, I still can't believe you don't watch. We gotta know, get, we gotta sorry. fix that shit. Um, he won again. This is, I think, it's second year in a row. Best lead comedy actor. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was really excited that Peter Dinklage was, I think, best supporting actor for Game of Thrones. I heard, and I need to get on Game of Thrones for sure. Yeah, I know. You got to get on it before it starts up again. But when, look, when is it going to start up again? How much time do we got? April. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a weekender. Um, yeah, I've actually had a lot of conversations lately that have centered around Peter Dinklage. And um, I would just like to say, I know it might make me crazy. I'd hit it. Uh- his confidence is his aura of confidence you know it's a little it's a little bit of that and it's a little bit of you know novelty oh am i allowed to say is this is it novelty or is it a fetish lisa i mean ti let's 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 be honest with the folks here is there something you would like to tell us no i just think (laughs) i'm like he's a good looking dude and you know do you you have a drawer a secret compartment in your apartment um (laughs) I have of a secret. Uh, small statured male porn. I have a secret pit in my apartment. <laughs> and, a lair, uh, if you will. They put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Girls got to get some. Uh, yeah, so I, I was excited. I didn't watch the Emmys because the shows that I like never win anything. Oh. So, um, but then I think that there's also something that you and I and our nerd hero, something about our nerd hero going on. Yes. Kevin Smith. And this happened a while back, but it might be new to you. He is being green lit by AMC to do a reality series called Secret Stash. Basically, it's comic shop. Hello. And it's the people that go in, the people that run it. And the whole culture community around comic books. So I think we're all on board, right? Yeah, I'm totally on board with this. Kevin Smith, the part of it on AMC that's doing all these amazing shows. And that's I, I, awesome for him. I'm, I'm really excited for him. Me too. And I love the quote from him, which is, Draper, meth, zombies. This show couldn't be on a better network. Exactly. Totally sums it up right there. So true. So, so true. true. Uh, yes, I'm super excited about that as well. And I'm also very excited about the fact that the new fall season has officially started on television. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of good stuff to, to catch up on, to watch. And, um, so you, what have you seen so far? Well, it's been, I have to admit that the first week has been a little bit stressful, the first couple weeks, because I had a lot of stuff left over on my DVR, like the killing that I need to get around to. Ah, oh, so good. I know, and I'm like, and like even crap reality shows, like <laughs> flipping out. I love. So I I'm love like too. trying to race through all of the crap and like watch it, watch it. Like I'll watch it in the background while I'm washing dishes. 
and just trying to like get that done so that I don't run out of room on my DVR. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so far, I didn't catch Terra Nova last night. Did you? Oh no, you don't have a television. Yeah, um, no. I didn't catch. That. I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. Um, I really, I, for some reason, I really don't have a desire to see it. Really, Steven Spielberg produced? Yeah, like I kind of did, and then when you know I was on a recent trip to Hawaii and. and I watched, um, what's it called again? What's it called? Which is uh, kind of basic. You Jurassic know Park? About. No. Lost? I can't think of it anymore. Hawaii Five O? No. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of like my feel. I don't know. I, I'm, it's, I'm not in the mood for something like that, especially knowing what it's about. I don't know. Oh, there was, right, there was a TV show with Noah Wiley and the aliens. Yeah. I always got those two. I got that in Terra Nova confused a lot. Um, so there's that, which I haven't had a chance to watch yet. Um, Survivor, which is my reality crack, has started up, and I'm super <laughs> excited about that. Um, the two TV shows that I watch that brand me is like a 50-year-old woman from the heartland. That would be Castle and The Mentalist have started back up. Oh, my God, The Mentalist. We were talking about this. I hate that guy's face. I can't do it. See, another one? Oh, wow. Another one? I would totally hit that, but Whoa. also quite short. Really? So- yeah. Fortunate for him, but ugh, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I can't. Okay. I just, I try, but I can't. Can't can't go there? No. Um, I do, and I do love Nathan Fillion, a longstanding uh, nerd out, nerd out meme slash crush <laughs> for me. So anything he's in, I'll watch. Uh, Fringe started up. Haven't watched that yet. Ditto Nikita, which is sort of. That's sort of my, when I'm not paying attention to TV, yeah. I watch that. It's not that great. Um, and then The Vampire Diaries, which I love, followed by the new TV show, which is by basically the same writers, Vampire Diaries, same production team, and that is The Secret Circle. I've only watched the first one so far. It was I Yeah. Kind of, kind of boom. Um, but, you know, I'll give it a shot. Nobody, vampire, like, di- the, the vampire, vampire Diaries I can't do for some reason. Yeah, like, the thing about the Vampire Diaries right away is that it was, like, a good-looking group of people, like, interesting cast, and then I look at the Secret Circle, and I'm like, eh. I mean, it's another one of those things where I'm like, I know it takes place in a small town in Washington State and everything, but I'm like, wow, whitey. (laughs) Like a KKK rally. (laughs) For me, there's something about, like, you can kind of tell what show is on what network by the way it looks production yeah. and the cinematography and direction and stuff and there's only I, I feel like there's only so many fox shows that i can allow in my repertoire of shows to watch because <laughs> the way it looks i don't know what it is but uh yeah so i can't do vampire diaries i, I want to do nikita but you said it's eh, i don't think i'd probably waste yeah my energy on that. I, I don't think you're gonna you're missing out on much i mean the vampire diaries i just adore um, and then I also, there's Ringer, which I haven't watched yet, um, but I'm storing them up on my DVR, and America's Next Top Model, which I love. <laughs> All stars. You're crazy. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, as you can see, I'm very busy. You are, man. I'm very busy. And not only that, I just knocked out season one of Dexter. <laughs> Oh, yes, finally. So you're in, right? You're totally in? Yeah, I'm in. And I've been trying to make the really lame joke to people. I'm all, God, why didn't you guys ever tell me about this TV show, Dexter? It's awesome. Because everyone (laughs) for, like, years has been like, I can't believe you don't watch Dexter. (laughs) 
But I, I must say that I just spent, I just saw the season premiere for this season uh, uh-huh. a couple days ago, uh-huh. and I didn't know till this morning that it's not out yet. <laughs> oh. And so I'm like, uh, like, mm. and someone, one of my friends on Twitter was like, oh, I can't wait. And I was like, oh, I was like, I saw it. Jerry's still out. You'll see why. So once we get that, no spoilers or anything, but... Miosito, who is my nickname for my boyfriend and I, were talking. He's done with it. And he's like, he didn't see the last season, which was amazing. And he was like, uh, he made a good point. He's like, you know, the way they finished that one season, it was like a jaw drop, you know, season finale. And those of you of you who've seen it know exactly what I'm talking about, where you never thought that would happen. Uh, we're like, where we both just had our jaws open. We're just like looking at each other like, huh? Like, I can't believe that just happened. Um, If they would have ended there, it would have been amazing. You know, last season was pretty good. Um, But the beginning of this first episode and the the casting of it, we'll see how it plays out. But I'm just kind of like, Edward James Olmos and Colin Hanks? I don't know about that. Really? Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Without any spoilers, uh, we'll see how it plays. But... Yeah, you're in the good stuff right now, man. You're in the, they hooked you. Dude, I will see anything that, um, what is it? EJ, EJO, um, AKA Captain Adama is, uh, is in. But you know, it's the Battlestar Galactica thing. Oh, which reminds me, a friend of mine recently flew to Paris and, um, she was like, one of those blonde girls from Battlestar Galactica that you're into is on my plane. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I was so excited. I was like, well, you're not going to crash. It's <laughs> not to give too much away. <laughs> but I'm all... Safe to say you're going to make it to your destination. <laughs> she's a very special being and you're going to make it just fine. Um, I also want to talk about uh, everyone's trying to jump on the 60s bandwagon. Oh yeah, I'm over that. For the new and Mad Men's enough for me. It's done perfectly, you know. And they they swept the fucking Emmy, so don't try to do something. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I tried to watch Playboy while I was doing some work. Um, it was so bad that I stopped it like midway. Yes, my I told you my friends who are working TV, they were like, yeah, no. It's de- yeah, exactly what they said. I was just like, couldn't even do it, even though I wasn't really paying attention to it. It was kind of annoying. And then yesterday, I totally didn't know about it. I, I would see the ads for it, but I, I didn't understand it. I, I didn't, it didn't click that it was a show. The Pan Am show. Christina Ricci's in it. Um, saw, the, saw the premiere. Uh, you know, I think it might be one of those where it has my interest enough where I, I might watch it while I need something. Like... When I'm cre- like painting or doing production work or something, I kind of need something that's no-brainer, that's like 30 yeah. minutes. And this might be this show. But the one thing that did bother me is the score. <laughs> oh, really? Why did that bug? There was this one scene, and I was like, really? This is the music that you're putting in there? Because it's, it's really fucking up what, what you're, I think you're trying to make me feel. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, Mad Men, like, it just other shows, the score fits perfectly, and it kind of sits in the background. Yep, their score seems to kind of overpower sometimes, but I don't know if that's just because I'm a weirdo like that with with music. But um, but have you seen the new girl? 
Uh, no, not, I'm not a, um, I, I, and I don't even know if this is what it is. I, I don't really watch sitcoms, so. And I oh, the yeah, I forgot the laugh track and all that. We yeah, talked about not that. funny to me. It's super cute. I, I recommend, and I think the reason why I, I was like, one day I was like, oh, I need kind of something to watch. Let me go to Hulu homepage, and it had it up on there. I was like, oh, let me see this. Not a big fan of her. I mean, she's like, whatever. I mean, I like her movies or whatever. Um, I saw it, and I was like, this is super cute. I, like, I laughed out loud, and um, she's kind of real dorky and messes up, you know, what could be cool moments, and I just feel I relate to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny you think um, it's something that i should check out i think so i mean i don't know because you but you don't do the you know the sitcoms i think try it out if you have nothing else to watch or you know it's no brainer type of thing watch that and, and see what you think of her see what okay. you think of it let me know okay done do you win in a series finales did you ever watch friday night lights no, that's another one. That's the, I, that's in the dumpster category of people being like, I can't believe you don't watch that show. Oh, my God. I don't know if we talked about this, but Blue Spencer, who you know, too. Yes. Spencer Cross. I call him Blue. He would tell me, like, for years, years ago, he'd be like, oh, you should watch Friday Night Lights. You would really like it. I was like, really? I go, well, I like the movie. I was like, nah. I was like, mm, we'll see. So, right? And I was like, nah. And then my other friend, Jen, was like, oh, my God, you have to watch. She doesn't watch TV, you know, or anything. So I was like, wow, she likes it. Then, you know, we'll see. So one day, uh, maybe, I don't know, sometime earlier this year, last year, I, I needed, I got sick and I needed something to watch. And it was on Netflix. And mm -hmm. it was like crack. I was like, next one, next, three o'clock in the morning, next one, next one, next one. And I, it, it was amazing. And I saw the series finale, one of the best series finales ever. And the dad... Uh, I forget his name, Ch Ch Chandler, I forget his name right now, but he won the Emmy, um, it's over, but he's one of the best, I think, one of the best written male characters of all time. Wow, yeah. strong words, my friend. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing, uh, it's just like, he's a man's man. Um, he has flaws, he tries it, like you see his struggle, and then, you know, my single friends were like, where can we find a guy like this? He's amazing. But it's believable. It's not like he's like this unattainable type of dude and stuff. Um, right. Series finale, did you ever watch Rescue Me? Uh, no, I do love, uh, what's his name? Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. <laughs> really good show. I think you'll love it. And series finale, it was very appropriate. And I think the fact that they started it and ended the series with the 10-year anniversary of 9-11. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And, you know, he does all those charity events where he raised funds for, um, you know, uh, the fire FY firefighters of New York or whatever. Yes. FDNY. Um, yeah. I'm on FDNY. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Fire department. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually I, I went to the same college as he did, although, uh, granted he is a bit older than me, but I, we did have a professor who had him. This professor was old as dirt. I love him. I hope he's still around. <laughs> Um, he also had Henry Winkler as a student. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what class did he teach? What class was this? Um, he taught uh, Western Civ. Mm -hmm. And he used to like to ask, I'm a big trivia person. <laughs> and he, we always joke that he never remembered anyone because he would teach like a class. It was like the biggest class that they had at the school of like 100 people. Uh -huh. and, um, and so he would ask questions with his dentures. 
And his name is Professor Coffee. And he would be like, who can tell me the name of uh, Alexander the Great's horse? Or I bet none of you can tell me the name. And I'd be all, oh, Eucephalus. <laughs> and I remember after that, he's like, you were the first student. Nerd, 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 nerd. I thought you thought it was a rhetorical question. It was not. I know it is Eucephalus. And it, that's amazing. How do you, because you're just well-versed in history of. Because I'm a nerd. Um, and I mean, really, probably the way that I knew it more than anything else, apart from being obsessed with horses as a child, is that it's in The Black Stallion, one of my favorite movies. Oh. In the very beginning, when Alec is given the figurine by his father of the horse, his dad tells him that it is uh, supposed to be a, a little figurine of Bucephalus, Alexander the Great's horse. See? See, kids? That's why it pays. It pays to know shit like that. Yeah. Learning, my friends. <laughs> Learning is good. Whether you get it from a book or a movie, it doesn't matter. <laughs> knowledge is knowledge. However you get it. <laughs> uh, and how is your continuing obsession with misfits? Misfits. Do you have you... No time to study nope, nope. it? Still haven't gone there. Oh, man. The way they left us was amazing for season two. Season three is about to start, but unfortunately, uh, spoiler alert, kind of, sort of, but it's all around the news. Um, one of the main characters is not returning for season three. So what they did was they did an online, like, eight-minute video uh, to show you, like, how he ends up not being, like, the transition, which I thought was clever. Um, but the show's still good. I can't wait for you to watch it. And I can't wait for for the season to start, I believe, in the next couple of months. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great show, man. I, 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 I cannot wait. I just can't believe that it's not on Netflix. That's the part that freaks me out. It's not? No. Maybe they couldn't get a deal for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I watch everything. Oh, and then I was watching an interview with uh, some of the cast members. And you know how I always say, oh, it's kind of like what heroes wish they were, blah, blah, blah. Someone someone said, um, one of the cast members was on an interview, and and they describe it perfectly. Um, It's like, uh, damn it, what's the name of that show? That they try to do on MTV, but it's a UK show. Skins. 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 So they're like, yeah, it's kind of like Skins meets Heroes and done way better. Oh, cool. Yeah, like how I, vulgar it is and how it's shot and stuff. And Tom Tom Green is the director, but it's not that Tom Green, just okay, to clarify. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, excellent. Um, and P.S., by the way, Google celebrates their 13th birthday today. Oh, yeah. That's why they had the little, what do they have right now? Little cake uh, or something on yeah. there. Something, mm-hmm. something birthday-like. <laughs> uh okay cool tv yeah this is a good time this is a good time of the year to like tv yeah and tv has certainly gotten so much better um you know in the past probably 10 years that it is very exciting yeah and i was just telling Mio the other day that he's like man you got a problem he's like you love i go i was i was the only kid for like forever so tv was my life and to to be a TV freak when we only had four fucking cha- three channels, you know what I mean? To now where TV is so well written, so well executed, 
and that I'm getting better production and 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 storylines and acting in TV right now than I'm getting in the theater most of the time. Yeah, totally agree. Tote to lamente. Totes. <laughs> um, some of the other stuff I've been up to, I went, I, one of my very, very BFFs in the whole wide world for like, oh, almost, oh God, 20 years, Jesus, um, is my friend Julian, and Jules was in town, and it was perfect because in high school he introduced me to Mozart's Requiem, uh-huh. which is probably my favorite piece of classical music. And uh, I had tickets to go see Mozart's Requiem at the Bowl. Uh-huh. Really good tickets. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he was in town, and I was all, uh, wh- what are you doing the day after tomorrow when you're in town? Because I have tickets to go see Mozart's Requiem. And it was perfect. Oh. And we went, and it was so much fun taking somebody to the Bowl for the first time who'd never been. Oh, that must have been am- what did What did they think? Oh, he loved it. Because <laughs> we, um, we were in boxes. Ah, nice. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was just beautiful. We had great parking. Like, everything was perfect. So he was like, this is great. I was all, it's always great. This is just extra great right now. (laughs) Um, So that was so, so fun and so good to see him. And that was, uh, that was one of my big cultural (laughs) sitting, doing something other than sitting on my ass in a dark theater or my living room. (laughs) Um, This was simply sitting on my ass outdoors somewhere and enjoying (laughs) something else cultural. That, that must have been amazing. Um, right. Something I just found, you probably already know about it, but just in case, and I didn't put it up there, is Lord of the Rings in concert, Fellowship of the Ring at the Honda Center for Anaheim, of Anaheim? Uh, I did not know anything about this. <laughs> you sound like you're super excited. And, and the reason why I know about it is because right before we recorded this, um, I got the Gold Star newsletter scrolling on down. I was like, what? Lord of the Rings? I got to tell T.I. She probably knows about it already. Watch uh, the highly anticipated West Coast tour of the Fellowship of the Ring on an immense 60-foot screen accompanied by the complete Academy Award winning score performed live by more than 250 musicians, including the Munich Symphony Orchestra. Well, let's be honest about one thing right out of the gate. I <laughs> hotly anticipated might be putting it a little strong. I know. <laughs> uh, that's very interesting, and I would sure not be unhappy if you forwarded me that email. I am going to do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do you one better. You'll see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could be in. Okay, interesting. Good times. I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the music section right there for you, little Missy. Thank you. <laughs> And you were recently, you had a close encounter in Oahu. <laughs> so I go to Oahu for the, um, it's a it's a clothing line by Slick, and it's called This Is It. And it was his eighth year anniversary of the um, company, and he's actually, he lives in L.A., but he's actually from Hawaii. So we were flown out, luckily, thank you so much, to be out there for the party. And it was a concert with... You know, different people, and the the main headliner was DMC because he's part of. Um, they did some shirts together, and then he's part of this mixtape that came out for the anniversary. So you know, I'm there, and I got I got my flip cam, and 
and everyone's going crazy. Like guys that, you know, perform themselves were like if there were 14 year old boys all over again, cause it's, it's DMC from run DMC, which is pretty amazing. Okay, Play, totally. You know what I mean? So everyone's going crazy, jumping up and down. There's video where we all look like little kids again. And I'm in the front, and I'm, I'm recording this. And so he's, like, telling – and I'll have – I'll edit the video sometime soon so he could see it. And it's, But that's what's awesome about it because I have it on video. Totally caught off guard. So he's he's setting up. He's about to do Mary, Mary, why you bug – you know that song. Yeah. And he's, like, telling us how it's about a stalker. And he's like, yeah, you know, we had a stalker, blah, 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 blah. He's like, but, you know, who's to say it? so many years later, blah, blah, blah. He, she could have got, you know, plastic surgery. Who's to say? So let me, like, basically, let me go around and make sure she's not in here. So I'm recording, you know, and then he, he comes up to me. He's like, what's your name? And I'm all, uh, Ritzy. <laughs> oh, my He's God. like, where are you from? And I'm all, uh, Callie. And I'm like, I don't know I'm recording. I just had the camera tied to the side. And he's uh-huh. like, does anyone, you know, does anyone know Ritzy? Can anyone vouch for her? And the awesome part was because there were some people that I knew there, even though I was in another city, everyone's like, yeah. Aw, that's so great. And it was awesome. And then he went into the song. It was a great oh moment because, you know, I'm a huge, you know, hip hop saved my life. And it, I worked in so many different areas of hip hop. And, and just to have someone like that be, a, you know, it was just a magical night. And so that was my music that, moment. Yeah. That is a, that's. That is a marginally better um, celebrity story than me stalking Kevin Smith and accosting <laughs> him at a movie theater. Just, Marginal- different, just different genres, I think. Just marginally better, but still good <laughs> now. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, good work. Um, probably the the only other thing that I've been cultural about lately is I've been reading a lot and I just read a book for my book club called The Psychopath Test. Whoa. And did you pass or uh, fail? Yes. And which is yeah. which? <laughs> um, and I'm pleased to say you would pass as well. That we uh, are psychopaths? Yeah, we are not. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was super, super fascinating. I think that I'm going to save it to discuss a little bit more in depth after my book club when I have a chance to discuss it more with yeah. uh, the ladies. But I can vouch for anybody looking for an interesting book about sort of mental illness that is not only illuminating intellectually, but also kind of funny, then (laughs) I do highly recommend The Psychopath Test. It's by the same guy that wrote um, Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh. It's kind of obsessed with the mind. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds like a good one when I ever get to reading. Yes, I know. With all of our spare time. With all of our spare time. But do I, would, do I read this or do I start, finally start Harry Potter? I <laughs> never cared for the Harry Potter books much. Oh. So, don't ask me. I know. It's like, nerd sacrilege. <laughs> yeah, not that into it. And just about the only thing I have done lately that didn't involve sitting on my ass somewhere dark uh, or staring at a book, is I had really awesome gun fun this weekend. It looks uh, like it, it did. Those pictures bit... are amazing. Yeah, I will post at least one and probably two of the pictures up on the site. Uh, a friend of mine is, a friend of mine's husband is a Marine, and he has very kindly taken uh, me and some of our friends out shooting from time to time. And, uh, this time, and everyone knows, uh, that I am obsessed with zombies, 
frightened slash obsessed. <laughs> and uh, and so he, we were joking around when we were renting weapons, and I was like, oh no, you know, I want a three, I want a three fifty seven revolver. That's my, that's my, that's how I roll. And he was like, well, which of these, um, which of, which, like, what's the big zombie killer on the wall that you think we should use? And I was like, and I pointed to this, like, big, black, gigantic, sort of militarized, look like something out of Halo, big, black <laughs> shotgun. And I was like, oh, that? So the boys took that, and they were playing around with that while the girls were messing around with the handguns, mostly. And then by the, by the end of our, like, hour and a half or so that we were hanging out... The girls had all gone, and I realized that it was just me and the guys. And they were like, "This is," and they were like, kind of showing me how the shotgun works. And I'm all, "That's nice." And then they're, and then they put it down. And they're like, "So shoot it." I was like, "No, no, no, no way, no way." <laughs> and uh, but basically, they called me on it, so I had to step up and do my civic duty and gotcha. kill some zombies. And so I had super, super fun with a 12 gauge shotgun. So gay shaka hand out of the pump. <laughs> so much fun. And like it, it's a pump action. So as I after I like kind of give it the a couple of times, Pat's all, how does that feel? I'm all super badass. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, there's so much testosterone, flooding adrenaline flooding through my body. Oh my god. So I'm feeling like I was always really scared because I know that that's the zombie killing weapon of choice. And I was always really scared. I was like, shoot, you know, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble because I feel like I need a shotgun for the zombie apocalypse. And that's too much gun for me. And now I know too much is never enough. Never enough. You could take it. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was some good times. And I will I'll try to post a picture online of me grinning like an evil satanic <laughs> maniac after firing off a few rounds of it. Yeah, you do look super cheesy. You're super cheesy. That's <laughs> awesome. So basically, after this, you're done. You're ready. I feel like, I definitely feel like I'm ready. Although, you know, kind of to our conversation last episode about shooting guns, I, it renewed, it filled me with renewed excitement and interest and I'm thinking that I might actually go to the, the gun range that you recommended because for 99 bucks you can do a two-hour kind of beginner class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that could be I – could, I could work on my stance a little bit, maybe like kind of understand some things. Yeah. So I feel like this might be just the beginning, Ritzy. I think, I think we're starting a new, a new uh, hobby. To I, think, I think you know I'm what I mean? about something new. But, but let's, let, let me rephrase that. It's not a hobby survival it's totally survival <laughs> saying it's a hobby makes it sound like it's something that's that's not super useful like building trains and shit like model trains no yeah that's a hobby like this is survival like not only are we helping ourselves individually but we're helping those around us when the time comes yeah like i'm not no somebody who wants to build a fucking model train and like huck that at a zombie in the apocalypse dead and they, they're not on my team <laughs> yeah no way. Not at all. That's no. that's who I feed to the zombies so that I have more time say, to run. I was going to say, actually, every team needs some cannon fodder with <laughs> yeah. zombie chow. Exactly. So those are the people that, like, run at the back of the pack so and, you know, kind of delay the zombies periodically so that you can get away. So I would actually welcome them to my team. Yeah. We need a couple of those. Yeah, they, totally. they won't know what they're there for, but they'll, they'll soon the find water. out. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm kind of thinking that either our next episode or the one after, I think, should be our zombie one. Yeah, the full-blown hour. Yeah. Make it happen. zombie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Speaking of the zombie, I found some video of, um, and we'll post it. Uh, I think National Geographic did this show about zombies, and they had this dude on there who is Matt Moak. I may miss up his name. But he's on the advisory board of the Zombie Research Society, who George A. Romero is also on the advisory board, kids. It's official. And he talks about, which I never thought about. Maybe you did, but I didn't. You know, what to pack in your, in your, in your survival kit, and specifically for the zombie apocalypse. And he made a good point of saying, binoculars. That is a really excellent point. Because when you, you know, you want to be able, you want to go high and you want to be able to see if they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent point. I agree with that. And he said, you know, put one in your home, put one in your car, put one in your office. Because when it hits, you never know where you're going to be. So I think we need to, you and I need to get our packs like we talked about, get our packs together and then discuss once we have our packs. Yeah. Where we got them. You know what I'm saying? How much it costs. Well, and that's that's actually what I've always believed, um, you know, in the event of any emergency. I've always thought you have one in your car and you have one at your home. Just in case. So that way, no matter where you are, hopefully you have one. Yeah. That's a good point. Because I, I never thought of that. You know, because you're always thinking you're at home, but you're not always at home. No. But hopefully you drove. That was, this will, this will, uh, this is striking a blow to carpooling around the nation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, oh, no, I'd love to drive with you or take public transportation, but in the event of the impending zombie apocalypse, I'd actually feel much more comfortable with my car nearby. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, I think, we, you know, we could save that for the next timers. Oh, uh, one thing, though, we got some, we've been getting some feedbacks from peoples. Comments. From live peoples? Live peoples. Not the made-up ones, the real ones. And uh, remember we, how we talked about the Renaissance Festival? We got we got someone that's down to be part of our adventure, Mr. Shane Jessup. He commented on the blog and said that he was raised a few miles from the SR Festival. And uh, pretty much every day of the festival for about eight years, he was there. And so he's down to watch Jousting drink some some mead and eat turkey legs with us. And I like that he adds, I don't suggest doing it on acid, though. Yeah. Well, I'll have to ask him about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And then I saw my friend, uh, my friend Cyrus uh, posted on there. And he had some excellent tips for, uh, for weapons for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Which I, which I salute. So I, I like that it's very, very... Um, very on point like he gives us distance amounts yeah and i i thought i felt like there was some thought behind that one yeah re- maybe even research of some sort in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome so uh yeah that's kind of it if anybody else has any ideas questions comments thoughts on zombies what to put in our zombie pack um, interesting spam, because we get a lot of that on the website. 
Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, a grip. Yeah, I know. Always in a foreign language. <laughs> Freaking foreigners. Furners. <laughs> um, yeah, then let us know. Reach out and touch someone. Yeah. And also, us. don't forget, if you weren't listening to us on iTunes, that's where you can listen to us. Yeah, and leave some comments. And uh, Kelly, the dude, left us a comment. Thank you, Kelly. I know. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> and he, what, what is his name on there? Dude named Kelly. Awesome. Dude named Kelly. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, because, you know, at least we know now that three people listen to the show. Yeah. Actually, let's... Cyrus, four. Wow. We might be getting up almost to the double digits now. I think so. I think we're close. Maybe <laughs> we should have a celebration when we do. I know. <laughs> At the gun range. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, everyone, for yeah, hanging thanks. out and uh, geeking out with us. And we will talk to you all very, very soon. Yeah. Peace out, nerds. <laughs>